at long last, round two of the Western Conference playoffs gets underway tomorrow in Denver. Nuggets hosting the Suns for game one at Ball Arena here to give us a look at the Nuggets. Sideline reporter, analyst Katie Wingy joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Katie, thanks so much for making some time for us today. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on, fellas. It's great to chat with you. Yeah, we're uh, one of the things I find interesting going into this series is kind of the similarities between last year's Suns and this year's Nuggets, and I mean that in terms of going in as the number one seed. This is the fifth straight year the Nuggets have been in the playoffs. Nikola Jokic, two-time defending MVP. Michael Malone has been entrenched as their head coach for a while. How can you sum up maybe the pressure uh, the, the the Nuggets could be feeling going into this series? Yeah, to be honest with you, when we've asked them about this, they are very keen on saying they don't feel pressure. They have mentioned already that they know the Suns are the odds-on favorites to come out of the Western Conference. They've talked about them getting KD and what that means in this league and just how much of a presence he can be and how much he's contributed already to this Phoenix team. So in their mind, it almost feels like they're trying to set the stage like, okay, there's not pressure on us. If we play our style of basketball, compete at the highest of levels, at least we'll know that we've done that. And and so for them, it's much more about what can we do to put ourselves in a position to make this series competitive, to make sure that we're the best that we can be against an offensive powerhouse that is the Phoenix Suns. I'm curious about this because there is an inherent pressure with opening the series at home at being the number one seed. But how how do you think the Nuggets are playing right now? Because in talking to people, there's a fe- there's a fear at least from the Denver side that 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 they're not quite at the level they were a couple of months ago. Your thoughts on their uh, just their state of play at the moment? Yeah, that's funny that you use the word fear because I think Nuggets fans are like scared of potential in the situation. So they're almost like waiting for the shoe to drop. But this Nuggets team, it's no secret they have not played their best basketball post All-Star. I will say that the way that they came out in game one against the Minnesota Timberwolves when they just crushed them at home and set the tone for the playoffs in that regard, that was a very reassuring performance and the Nuggets were so disciplined they came out and everybody executed their role to their the best of their ability and so I think that helped in a lot of ways in terms of like okay we weren't sure what we were going to get there were some health issues that different guys were out at different times I mean you look at even the last two games against Phoenix that the Nuggets played they didn't really play any other guys and so Mm -hmm. Playing all their guys in that first series against Minnesota, particularly the first couple games, that gave us a sense of like, okay, this team can just flip a switch in a lot of ways. This team can show up and is ready for real playoff basketball. So I'm, I'm eager to see what team shows up in game one on, tomorrow against Phoenix because there were some lulls in the series against Minnesota, which of course, that's human nature. But the way that they came out and really set the tone from the beginning, that's what I think a lot of people are holding their hat on. Katie Wendy. She covers the Nuggets for Altitude TV, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. The Suns are coming out of a series, Katie, where the Clippers threw everything at them defensively, switching up their looks, switching up their personnel and, and, and matchups, and none of it really worked to slow down Devin Booker and, and Kevin Durant. I mean, going into this, and I'm, and I'm sure we'll see some different looks from the Nuggets, too, but how do you expect them initially to kind of combat what, what's going on with, with Booker and Durant right now? You're going to see a lot of different looks, and that's something that Coach Malone has talked about. It's something that Bruce Brown and Aaron Gordon talked about yesterday. 
And they recognize the greatness that is KD and Book. They're like, we're never going to stop them from doing what they're doing, but can we make it really tough on them all night long? Can we give them a bunch of different looks to avoid them getting in a really solid rhythm? I think you're going to see different players on those guys at different times. I think you're going to see different coverages on those guys at different times. And so by throwing basically the kitchen sink at those two guys, there's a hope that they won't be able to – completely find themselves for the full 48 minutes of that game. Like I said, there's with Katie and with book, they're, they're going to get to their spots. They're going to find ways to score them in transition in particular. Like can the nuggets take care of the basketball in a way that avoids at least allowing Katie and book to get easy buckets. Everything is going to try and be the, the toughest it can possibly be. I think we'll see KCP on both those guys. I think we'll see AG on both of those guys. It's, it's going to be, let's throw everything at them and see what sticks and see what works. And that will be a, a, re, a revolving door throughout this series. All right. The last time these two teams met in the playoffs, Suns fans actually overtook your arena. It, it birthed the infamous <laughs> Suns and four guy who I believe is 15 minutes has officially expired. Is the environment going to be more hostile? Is the crowd more engaged in Denver? I know it's a great football team, or at least used to be until Russell Wilson showed up. Sorry, that's a cheap shot. <laughs> but but in terms, you're just throwing all the. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm I'm burning hot this morning, Katie. All right. So so in the in the case though of just how hostile is the environment going to be uh, in the first two games? Look, this is a completely different Nuggets team than than what we saw. We have Jamal Murray back. They added some really key players in Contavious Caldwell-Pope and Bruce Brown. I think Jokic is in a better place because he has a better supporting cast. Michael Porter Jr. didn't really play in that series. So the Nuggets fans are very excited to see a healthy roster compete with a really talented, star-studded Phoenix Suns team. Um, a, a lot of people in Denver really think that this is the year, the the they haven't seen the ceiling for this Nuggets team yet, and and everybody has been waiting to see this roster perform, given they haven't been healthy the past couple years. Completely different atmosphere, I'm expecting. Much more hostile, much less uh, Phoenix Suns presence, I would imagine, in Ball Arena. And if there is that presence, I think that there will be... Um, It'll be really quick to put a hush over those fans in the Denver crowd. So we'll see what happens. I just think that there's this newfound energy around this team because it's the roster that everybody has been waiting so long to see constructed, put together. And now they are going to really be tested in a big way against some of the best in the NBA. Katie Wenji, uh, Nuggets reporter for Altitude TV, joining us here on the Arizona Sports Line. I'd love to get your thoughts on this because going into this series, look, there's no secrets. Jokic and Murray, dynamic duo. Booker and Durant, mm-hmm. dynamic duo. Who do you have kind of pinpointed as X factors on both sides uh, of this series going in? I think that's an interesting uh, debate. Honestly, one of my biggest X factors is just the bench play, like those non-Jokic minutes and when not all five starters are in and on the floor. I feel like that's an an area that Denver hadn't been great in all season long, but they've been running with this kind of new rotation of having Aaron Gordon as the backup center um, and keeping two starters on the floor, going a little bit smaller off the bench, and it's been working really well for them. So, I mean, seeing Bruce Brown continue to put up big numbers he plays his best basketball in the playoffs. Jeff Green has had some good minutes sporadically. I mean, they're playing rookie Christian Brown at times, and he's come in and made a big impact. So I think the depth of the Nuggets 
is going to be a key factor, in my opinion, coming in and really making the most of the times when some of the best players on the Phoenix roster are resting. I also think Michael Porter Jr. and the way that he can make shots, it's going to be really, really important in terms of being able to allow Denver's offense to be as spaced as possible. Being able to find him and get him going early on in this series, make sure his confidence is high. He's, he was one of the most clutch players in the first round of the playoffs. The way that he could just, you know, get eight points here or ten points there particularly in the fourth quarters and close games. And so I think him having um, the confidence that he needs to have to step in and knock down shots, especially against a really good Phoenix team. It's, I mean, these are the favorites to win an NBA championship. And so for him to be able to continue playing the way that he played in that first round against the Minnesota Timberwolves, it could be really impactful for Denver. He also proved that he can be more than just a three-point shooter. He was getting offensive rebounds, was attacking the paint, scoring inside. So can his game continue to evolve and can he continue to be consistent? That'll be big. All right, lastly, wasn't that long ago, it seemed in our basketball universe, there was an argument. Who has the best young player? Is it Jamal Murray? Is it Devin Booker? Is it Donovan Mitchell? It seems like Devin Booker surged ahead. Donovan Mitchell is in the East. Is any of this, do you believe, on Jamal Murray's radar screen that this is his opportunity to kind of seize that spotlight, if you will? I don't think that conversation in particular is on his radar. But Jamal Murray has a lot to prove in the playoffs, and I don't mean that in a way that people are doubting him. I mean that in a way of, like, this is the biggest stage, and I'm a competitor, and I want to perform at the, the greatest of levels here. And so there's a there's a very real difference between regular season Jamal Murray and playoff Jamal Murray, and I think it's purely just from a I-can-take-over-a-game-at-any-time um, mode, And so I don't think he's necessarily looking at this as I, I need to prove myself. I think he's looking at it as, wow, this is a really great challenge for me. And for some reason, he has played really well against the Phoenix Suns in his career. He loves playing in Phoenix. He loves playing against the Suns. Him and Book have had some really great games against each other uh, through the years. And so I'm excited to see the way that he comes out and what he can do. And he's excited for it too. He's a, he, he anytime he's underestimated, anytime he's overlooked, that's when he really gets in his bag. And so I think we're going to see that from Jamal in this series. I don't think it's so much of a personal battle between him and Devin Booker. I think it's more so of like I want my team to win, and I know my team is is underdog in this situation in a lot of ways. So how can I come out and and show what I can do on the biggest stage? Well, it should be a fun one, Katie. Thanks Thank so you, much Katie. for uh, giving appreciate the Denver it. perspective. We appreciate it.